Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music by David Beslian, BeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ. I'm Reva Christ. This is episode 19 and we are still reading from the Omega Journey. These three episodes cover one of my favorite chapters in the Omega Journey. It is the Testament of the Holy Family and it features Enoch, Mother and Jesus as they relay their life stories. The Omega Journey was written through Telepathic Correspondence by Irma Peru and published by Cosmic Christ Publishing. It's available in the Kindle Store of Amazon worldwide. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, we will be hearing from Enoch. Enoch begins his dissertation with a quote from the Bible, but he doesn't finish this quote. Instead, it seems the quote inspires him to speak of his own knowledge of God and his experiences of life on earth. What you hear next all came in a telepathic stream of communication from Enoch. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. This is a lie. Man made this up in order to justify his godless behavior. God never loved the world of men. I was there, and this is what men wanted to believe. I am the one who sired the lineage of Noah. Only a human can love, and they don't even understand the concept. Love is not an emotion. It is a perfect wave. It is a state of being. Any pleasure that man feels, he believes, is love. He loves to kill, so he believes killing is loving. He loves fornication, so he believes fornication is loving. He loves his food, so he has a love affair with his food and is gluttonous. Christ came to earth of his own will and intention. He intended to come here in order to take over in the place of his father, not as a ruler, but as a teacher, an emissary of goodwill, representing his father's house in heaven. The only way he could manifest on earth was if he carried a flesh body, and so he had to be birthed in the mortal way. He had to be conceived in the womb of a human mother, and he was. And when he was born, and he grew, when his mother read to him the words in the great Bible, he understood them immediately, because his father in heaven had spoken them to him before he even arrived on earth. But Jesus didn't understand through man's understanding. Jesus understood through God's understanding, and God's understanding is one of spirit, which is a higher understanding than man is capable of possessing. As man sees with the eyes of a destroyer, so he passes on the destroyer mindset to his children, who then pass the destroyer mind to their children, and soon the whole earth is covered with human destroyers, oblivious to the higher mind and higher understanding of God. If they believe in God at all, they believe him to be equal to them. They believe they are God. I know what it is to live in darkness, for I have had many dark lifetimes. I am one of the few remaining minds in heaven that can say I have lived even before the light was expressed as a mental concept. Even before the dark ages, I was here. I can remember living on earth during the Paleolithic period. No one can tell me about harsh weather conditions or brutal living conditions because I was there and we learned from the animals how to survive. 
We watched the animals and we imitated them. Only we were ill-equipped for such fierce predatory combat as the animals were equipped for. We had to invent tools to help us. We also needed to gather men to assist us in taking down an animal for food. Where one of the beasts could take down another beast, it would take ten of our pack to take down one of them. Even with our crude weapons and man's culture grew worse from there. I don't know why the humans distinguish between the Paleolithic age and the current age and say one was savage and the other was civil when their buildings and metropolitan centers and their industries are a product of their savage minds. They don't mask their savagery, they prove it. Man became more savage and more devious by devising ways to be more savage and more devious. He calls it sophistication, but I say it is sophisticated savagery masked by a suit of clothes, crowded metropolitan centers, and technological discoveries. All of it is poison. Even man's so-called cure for the poison is poison. I am the oldest living relic here in heaven, and everyone knows me. Jesus may have been here for 2,000 years, but I have been here for millions of years when you count all of my life streams. I have seen the rise of civilization, which wasn't civilization in the Babylonians and the Egyptians. I saw it in the Mayans and the Estonians. I saw it in the Greeks and the Romans and the Atlanteans. I'll tell you the difference between them, the size of their populations and the evolution of their architecture, science, and tools. They changed everything but their nature, and that's a truthful assessment. I was able to raise myself. I raised my own mind because I had so many lifetimes to do it in and so many after-lifetimes to do it in. I was in the unique position to hold all the information of all lifetimes, and as there was nothing else to do in the afterworld, I studied myself and all my own recorded lifetimes. In this way, I am everything. I am the all. I am the information of all that lived on earth, and so I am also God. But I report only what I have learned through the communication skills I have garnered in many lifetimes as a developing anthropoid on Earth. The truth is, I was never civilized, not in the sense of the holy culture. The improvements I made on Earth were minuscule, and these came about only through being born into what you would call advanced societies. In each age, men believed they presented advancement in human society from the previous age, but there were actually no advancements. You know they still slaughter animals for food? They did that in the Paleolithic age. They've been doing it in every age. Men never stopped slaughtering. This is what I mean by there is no human civilization. It is all a fantasy that men want to believe. They devise ways to hide their carnage and think because their society hides its horror better than the last society did, they are more civilized. They just don't get it that in a truly civilized society there is no violence. There is no slaughter. If there is slaughter in society, then that society isn't civilized. Man uses the word civilized incorrectly, as he uses all words incorrectly, according to how he chooses to justify his own actions. But you can't justify yourself to someone who is millions of years old. I know better. In the Paleolithic age, 
We had no names. We didn't even have words. We used vocal sounds to communicate along with body gestures. My name was Gunter. Grunt that out and you'll see what I mean. Someone else would be Pao, Li, Mini, Nital, Lo, Dama, him, her, and she were also names where modern language has changed them into pronouns. They were vocal sounds that sounded pleasing to us. I also lived as a Norse god, a Viking. I know you consider the Norse gods to be mythological, but I tell you we thought of ourselves as gods, but we were actually barbarians. I was struck in the face with a mace during battle, and it not only knocked out my front teeth, it took off my nose. I was a bloody mess and I would have died, but a comrade kept pouring snow on my face until the bleeding stopped. We did not win the battle and I did not learn my lesson. I was angry because without my front teeth, I could not properly bite into any meat. As for my nose, I could still breathe, but I was not a pretty sight. Though we didn't win the battle that day, the other side knew no victory either. There were casualties on both sides and both sides were left to tend to the wounded and come up with better strategies. All there was in those days was conquest, but then all of human life is conquest. It always has been and it always will be. The only thing that changes is how humans mask their conquest in their languages and their stories. When your propaganda programs you to behave a certain way, you have been conquered and your master is the programmer of the propaganda. Do not think you haven't been conquered because you have. The moment you follow the traditions and culture of your predecessors, you are conquered by their programming and you serve their programming rather than establishing new ways of thinking. No one wants to establish a new way of thinking. The barbarian way has been working so well for all of man's reign. I say this to you now, but when I was suffocating in my own blood, as my journeyman kept shoveling snow into my face, I was unaware there was any better way of handling things. I never thought further than the club, the flail, the whip, the mace, the chain, the sword, and the shield. These were the only tools of success that I knew. My mind never even entered the equation. I didn't know I had one. I thought my body was my brain and I willingly followed it wherever it led me. Oh, I could tell you stories. I was just as you are, blind, dull, and brutal. I was chaos walking on two feet, and both my hands were armed with weapons to kill, to slaughter anything and everything that stood in my way. I didn't even think about it. I just did it, and watched my father do it, and I watched my comrades do it. That is all we did. And you do it too. You just ignore that you do it because the kill is dressed up for you under gravies and lettuce leaves and tomato slices, under sauces served with pasta and vegetables. I know what you eat. You think because I am dead I cannot see or hear and speak. I can do all three and I'll tell you something else I can also think and I can outthink you any day. Your behavior offends those who are delicate even though the delicate don't really exist in your world. They are so few in number. But the few who are delicate are offended by the brutality that still breeds the human species. 
I have had the opportunity to understand the delicate constitution through the delicate natural fibers of the spirit. Here, in the afterworld, there is delicacy, gentleness, finesse, and the exquisitely beautiful and divine, and it was through many journeys in the afterlife that I learned to appreciate all that was the opposite of the brutal mind that I carried in life. Yea, I learned what it was to evolve, to know sophistication, grace, and elegance. More than these things, I learned what it was to be truly intelligent. Intelligence is not brutal. Intelligence is what makes you aware of what is brutal. It is recognizing what is brutal. Intelligence leads you to higher thought and behavior. Now this is true intelligence. True intelligence is the evolution of thinking. Stupidity is at the lowest and intelligence is at the highest. But as long as you are stuck in the mentality of brutality, you are also stuck in the mentality of stupidity. Stupidity goes around and around in a circle, accomplishing nothing because it does the same things over and over and learns nothing from its actions. You think inventing new means of killing is intelligent? All you are doing is refining the death process. You don't really refine death, mind you. You refine the process by which death occurs. And you don't really refine it because to refine anything is to make it better. And you don't make it better at all. You make it longer and more painful. This is not intelligence. It's insanity. It serves no good purpose. But that's probably why you enjoy it. Serving a good purpose is also a sign of intelligence, while serving redundancy is stupidity. Man wants to believe the days of the barbarian are over, and I disagree. I say the age of the barbarian is still there on the earth. It's only masked by men who want to call it something else. You don't seem to realize that all you do is find new words to express yourselves. You new and improve everything while you lose authenticity, originality, integrity, and merit. You claim you have valor, courage, and honor to inspire yourselves to commit the worst crimes imaginable to your fellow man, to the animal kingdoms, and to the earth. You are a black comedy of errors, and your end will be your last laugh. Coming out of the cosmic stream, in our next episode of Cosmic Christ Podcast, we hear from Mother as she tells us of her experience on Earth. This is Reva Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.